It was a dark night in mid-October in Dallas, Texas. Three amazingly beautiful, hilarious siblings to Shay, Sage, and Storm walk into a bar. From behind the light of a single candle, as the drinks begin to flow, so do the stories. And as per usual, they turn dark very quickly. <laughs> Wait, we're just in the middle of talking. That is so rude. <laughs> so Deshay, to her oldest, just goes, okay, love you, bye. And I was trying to explain to them, I said this the other day, and I was trying to explain where it comes from. Have you guys ever seen Kung Pao Into the Fist? Seen blah, 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 what? Kung Pao Enter the Fist? No. Oh my god. Okay, everyone, everyone needs to go watch this. It is so funny to me. It's this guy who dubbed himself in a really old Japanese movie, and he redid all of the voices and everything, so it's like bad lip reading, but in an entire movie. It is so funny. Oh my god, and that would be so and That's funny. all I'm going to say about it, but that's what, that's what that reminds me of every time someone says something like that, and no one ever knows what I'm talking about. Well, there's a TikTok <clears throat> that I watch, and she like makes jokes about like bad bosses or whatever. And mm-hmm. so she'll be like, no, Susan, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do two people's yeah. jobs. And she's like, okay, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> it's like that guy that says like ridiculous shit. And he's like, okay, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, I love him. <laughs> That's totally me. 90% of the time. Oh, it's hilarious. So what's going on? Nothing. We all remember had a busy those week. those two papers mm-hmm. that I had to write this week. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I've gotten half of one done, and it's Thursday. Well, <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> uh, my um, student mentor he emailed me today, and the email he always sends me like every time I start a new class, he sends me like an outline of like, okay, this is how we're going to get this class finished. Like Mm -hmm. in one week, you need to have this done and whatever. So he sent it to me and it's the outline said how to hurry up and get this done in four days. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Four days. (laughs) And then, and then, um, and then she, and then he said, um, (laughs) <laughs> and then I opened the email and it said, congratulations on passing your blah, blah, blah class. Like the class I had just finished. And he goes, yeah. okay, so you're going to have to finish your first paper today. And then the other one better be finished tomorrow. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's amazing. I want those instructions for like everything in life. I don't uh-huh. think it's exactly. Like yeah. a life planner. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. Just figure it out for me and I'll just go. <sighs> Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, before <laughs> before we get too far in, I was just going to mention our little um, thing that we were talking about earlier, or oh, how yeah. our last episode. So, what you're listening to now, before our Halloween episode, that one. You would hear a little editing error <laughs> close to the end. Also, my cat is back and she won't leave me alone. I've already had to kick her off the thing twice. So if you hear her meow, I'm sorry. Sweet. It just is what it is, okay? <laughs> this Apparently. is just happening. <laughs> if you remember correctly, Sage's computer stopped recording because we go like, oh no, where'd Sage go? And then he comes back. So then there's like two recordings. So we have to loop it together, 
And it's just a whole big thing, y'all. It was a thing. We checked it and checked it and checked it. And it still f***ed up somehow. Yeah. So sorry about that. So that's, you get to hear the whole story though. That's just at the yeah. end. Yeah. It's just when yeah. we're talking about stupid shit. Yeah. It's at the end and you'll, you'll notice that I start talking and the Deshay answers me like 15 seconds later. There's so, one minute where you just hear me go, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> both, me and you both go, yeah. And then it's quiet. And you hear Deshay go, and then Sage starts talking. I was like, why did she not? Like, I'm, I'm thinking, why did she leave that in? And then y'all both start talking. I'm like, I know we talk over each other a lot, but I was like, yeah. damn, this is bad. And then I realized, I was like, oh, shit, no, this is just yeah. all fucked up. I listened to it and I was like, what the fuck? No. I'm oh, telling you, we listened mm-hmm. to these before we released them, but I don't know what happened there. So, oopsies. Yep, it is what it is. Sorry about that. Moving on. Shit happens. We're learning still. Okay. And you know what else, Deshay? What? I'm about to tell you you're not allowed to sit at that table anymore. If I hear oh a my squeaking God, table, <laughs> I'm going oh, to have to move. I'm going to have to move. I know. I thought about it. I was like, I'm going to have to move. This thing is old. You some WD-40. You'll be all right. There we go. Yes. <laughs> that's all we need. Something. I said that thing too much, so I don't want to do it. Okay. I'm going to have to move. <laughs> so every week that i tell a story it's the really weird and messed up stories i hope you guys are ready Um, i guess (laughs) while i was researching this story i cried twice just so you guys are aware come on this one is really close to home for me storm you're camera's frozen on my computer and you have the weirdest face in the picture and it's cracking me up and I can't stop looking <laughs> what does it look like it's, I, I can't describe it you, you're like yes <laughs> like your eyebrows up really big <laughs> I have very expressive eyebrows and part of me thinks it's because um, my glasses are so big and so when mm-hmm. I look at myself, I'm like, oh, my eyebrows. <laughs> I think, yeah. so there they are. Yeah. And so I, I'll catch myself like talking to people. And I am a very expressive person as it yeah. is, like mm-hmm. very yeah. big facial expression. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, mm, eyebrows as high as they can go. <laughs> I can't. So if you ever see me, just be like, will you please calm down your eyebrows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Store eyebrows. <laughs> Just, just put one finger up to her eyebrows and go shh. <laughs> it's like have you seen, have you seen that um is it just go with it with Adam Sandler? Yes. And the lady's got the bad plastic surgery yeah. and her eyebrows up into her hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm dying. It's hilarious. All right. <clears throat> Hope you guys are ready for this. Coats. <laughs> so this is the story not of, even a little bit <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot um this is the story of gary ray bowles uh gary was born on january 25th of 1962 in virginia uh gary had a very normal childhood until around the age of seven um his dad died of something called the black lung which is apparently like something that happens to coal miners mm-hmm. it's like oh, they get yeah. a bunch of excess mm-hmm. coal in their lungs um, but he uh, started suffering abuse from his stepdad, his new stepdad that um, 
his mom had just remarried to. Um, he would beat the kids as well with his belts um, as well as his fists. The mom would always try and step in, but she would always get like the biggest brunt of it because she was trying to uh, protect her kids. So the mom ends up divorcing uh, the abusive stepdad, but uh, remarries short after. And during this uh, new marriage, frequently he would fly into an alcoholic rage. So Mm -hmm. basically she leaves one abusive stepfather for another one. Mm -hmm. Um, Gary's mother was hospitalized on many occasions um, because of the beatings. Um, And Gary was around age 10. uh, So to, to deal with all of this stuff, basically what he would do is he started doing drugs. He would start sniffing glue and doing like smoking weed and all this stuff. And he's 10 years old. This is crazy to me. Um, so in eighth grade, he drops out of school uh, and the abuse steadily continues for Gary and his brother. The boys finally had enough and around the age of 13 or 14, Gary and his brother gang up on their stepdad. They severely beat him. One of the boys even used a rock on the stepfather's skull and he survives. Ugh. Yeah. Gary leaves home because of the uh, abuse and the mother refuses to leave the new stepdad. Oh my God. Exactly. Yeah. So the, these kids are out on the streets now, him and his brother are both homeless. Um, He's on the street from around 14 to 15 through his adult, uh, through his early adult life. Um, While he was on the streets, he became a male prostitute, which seems to happen a lot. For um, people that end up on the streets like that, this reading this story reminded me a lot of that movie Monster. Do you guys mm-hmm. know Alien Wornos? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This it's not quite the same, but it's it reminded me a lot of it. Yeah. Um. Uh. So b- basically, he started. Um. He started becoming a prostitute. He was. So, he would start escorting. Um. And he wasn't gay, but uh, most of his clientele were men. Um, and he would never make enough for a place to live. So he was just making it like day to day, basically, and just what yeah. he absolutely needed. So Gary's real interest was in women. He said he dated several women, um, even while he was homeless. Um, he even temporarily lived with a couple of them. Uh, some of the relationships ended in violence. One was specifically violent. Uh, Gary lived with a girl while he was in his early 20s. Um, her name is Wesley, and they lived in Hill- Hills. Jeez, that was country. Hillsborough <laughs> County, Florida. Uh, they lived there in June 1982. Um, Gary brutally attacked her and, and sexually assaulted her. Uh, Wesley received fingerprint-like bruising around her neck. One of her breasts was bitten, and her face was so badly beaten that her eyes were swollen shut. Oh, wow. my God. Uh, later on during a medical examination, Wesley was then told that she also suffered internal lacerations, uh, what? lacerations. Oh my God. Full, like that, that's okay. I have to, I have to move on from that. That was wild to me. That's yeah. insane. insane. So, uh, the FBI agent that was handling the case, um, said that during the investigation of the crime scene, she noticed that the bedroom and the bathroom had significant amounts of blood. So an FBI agent is saying that there's a significant amount of blood, which means that there was a lot of blood. Yeah. Um, She also found that there were blood spatters on the wall that reach up to five feet above the bed. 
Oh my so god. So five feet above the bed, that shows how violent and rageful this crime was. Hmm. He had to be like in a full-on blackout rage for something right. like that yeah. to be able to happen. So um Gary was sentenced to six years, um, but it was it was unclear how long he actually stayed in jail. <clears throat> but he was sentenced to six years for um, his involvement with the Wesley case. Um, he was then released um, and then arrested for an unarmed robbery in 1991, still in Florida. Uh, during that robbery, he pushed down an older woman and stole her purse. Mm-hmm. And when he was caught, he was sentenced to four more years in prison. Um uh, Gary went on to commit more crimes just to tr- try and survive uh, in 1994 when he met Jay Hinton. So he met Jay in November of 1994 in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Uh, the two hooked up and then they spent several days together. Jay, Jay was moving into a new uh, trailer and Gary uh, helped him out, even like moving in, just like friendly, normal mm-hmm. stuff yeah. that you do. Um, Jay invited Gary to live with him temp- on a temporary basis so that he, he could like get his shit together and like get somewhere of his own and, and yeah. move on to where he needed to. So they lived together for about two weeks. And uh, after that two weeks, Jay asked Gary to leave after a dispute concerning the behavior towards a female friend of Jay's. So they never say what the behavior is, but this is a like running thing. Mm-hmm. So they never say exactly what it is, but Jay asks Gary to move out because of something that happened with a female friend. Um, so the problem was rectified and Gary moved back in. So they're still, what? everything's cool. Yeah. And Gary's, Gary's living with him again. Um, so Gary had been partying all day with another uh, friend of theirs. His name is Rick. And they were smoking and uh, smoking weed and drinking all day. Jay gets home from work and then joins them. And then they all uh, continue smoking and drinking. And then they go to drop Rick off. Um, Rick later says that Gary was heavily inebriated yet was coherent during the time. What? Gary and Jay return back to the tra- uh, trailer. And Gary continues to drink uh, another six-pack. And Jay goes to bed while Gary stays in the living room. Later, when Gary testifies, he says something inside him snapped. He went outside and grabbed a large concrete stepping stone about 30 to 40 pounds. He brings it into the trailer and puts it on the table. He stops to think about what he's doing and then continues to carry the stone into the bedroom. As Jay is sleeping, Gary drops the stone on Jay's head. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jay awakes from the blow. Uh, it didn't kill him. Oh my God. Um, there's a brief struggle and uh, Gary took toilet paper and an old rag and shoved them down Jay's throat before strangling him. Oh my God. Uh, Gary then took uh, the car and uh, his watch and he fled. He, uh, he, he even came back to the trailer a couple times with the body still there. Um, even brought back female callers to the trailer. What? And um, he, as far as like the girls that were there were told, they, they were never told that there was like a body there. But uh, there's like blood and stuff everywhere. So I don't, I don't know. Wow. Who knows? But I'm like, where was the body? The, the body was in the bedroom. Yeah. 
They might so, just not have seen it. Like, had that's to true. Melt horrible though. Right. It's a it's a trailer in when Florida. was it? In right? Florida, exactly. Yeah. That's so too much. I mean, yeah, you have, but yeah, you never know. Well, maybe that's you just what. Know. Yeah. Uh, so when the police found Jay's car, uh, they found that Gary had been staying in a hotel in town. Uh, so they found uh, the Cadillac that had been stolen from Jay. They found it at a hotel that had that was in town. Um, after the investigation into Jay's death, uh, they did learn that this was not the first of Gary's murders. Mm-hmm. Gary confesses to the murder of two other Florida men, John Roberts and Albert Morris. The FBI have already been involved with this with these murder investigations, and Gary was already a suspect. Mm. Along with being a suspect in t- in uh, three other s- murders similar to the ones that he confessed in, so this is five murders altogether that he's possibly done that the FBI is looking for him. Holy so, cow. Jay was his last murder, and this was the one that like basically got him caught. So mm-hmm. now we're going to go back to the beginning of everything when when he says the murders actually started. So um, April of 1994, um, the police r- arrive at the house of John Roberts. His, bo- his body was found with a rag in his throat and his head was badly beaten in and one of his fingers was almost severed from his hand. Mm. From the disarray in the apartment, they could tell that there was a violent struggle throughout the apartment. The victim's car and wallet um, and credit cards were all missing. The police found a lot of evidence linking Gary. Uh, his fingerprints and probation papers were found in the apartment, as well as phone records where Gary had made several calls to his family members. Okay. So, yeah. the, like, already you can kind of see, like, the pattern of what's happening. Yeah. Um, during the investigation, uh, they found that John had invited Gary to live with him temporarily, um, and it is believed that there were sexual acts before money between both of them. So basically, they were like, it was a prostitute living with one of his Johns kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. So, um, they, yeah, basically, that's what was happening. Later, Gary was asked to move out because of a dispute with a woman friend um, of the owner of the home. So, again... Same thing happened. Um, so uh, basically what they found out was that uh, Gary attacked John with a glass lamp. Um, he hit him in the head multiple times and he was uh, trying to escape. And John falls over and breaks a glass coffee table in the middle of their living room. Um, and then Gary uses uh, the rag to gag him and then strangles him. Oh my God. He's got an M.O. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Gary then steals the car and the wallet and fled. Um, there's right now there's a full on like FBI manhunt for this guy. So Gary, everybody's looking for Gary. Nobody knows where he is. Um, the police found John's car in Georgia and Gary was nowhere to be found. Uh, eventually investigators were led to Maryland where there was another similar murder that had taken place. So Florida, Georgia, Maryland. He's going up the coast. Yeah. Um, a maintenance man discovers the decomposed remains of David Jarman. He was a 30-year-old gay man um, in the basement of his home. His body was found uh, with his head badly beaten and a rag in his throat, and his car and wallet were stolen. 
David was seen the night before at a local gay bar with a man fitting Gary's description. Uh, David's credit card had been used and the signature matched Gary's. So Gary was using his credit card and signing for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Gary is charged with David's murder, but he's still eluding the authorities. So they don't know where he is, but they're like, this was him. We know this yeah. was him and this is happening. So we're still looking for him. Uh, several several weeks later, the trail uh, leads investigators to Savannah, Georgia. So back to Georgia. Uh, the decomposing remains of a 73-year-old man, Milton Bradley, was were discovered on May 5th behind the shed of a local uh, golf club. Medical examination shows that Milton was badly beaten and strangled and a rag was put down his throat. Milton, this, this one's really tough. Uh, Milton was a very well-known uh, part of the community. He was a war- World War II vet. He was a very mm. quiet and gentle man. Um, he was even gentle to a fault, is what his uh, mm. uh, co- like people around him would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, according to locals, uh, Milton, uh, Milton sustained a head injury in the war, resulting in Milton getting a lobotomy. Oh, God. God. So during World War II, something happened to him and he had to get a lobotomy. So um, that caused him a slight mental impairment and uh, it made him more vulnerable just in general. Yeah. So during the investigation, they found a palm print um, that was on the side of the shed where they found the body um, and it matched Gary's. Uh, Milton had been seen with a man matching Gary's description several times uh, over several days leading up to his murder. <laughs> that makes my heart yeah. hurt. That's... Yeah, I told you. I, I, was, I have a yeah. thing. I'm not assuming he was older. You just said World War II, so I'm just assuming that was an older gentleman. He's 73. I just have such a soft spot for... Yeah. I hate to say old people, but old people. Yeah. yeah. Like if I see somebody older, like walking through the store and like having trouble reaching for something or, you know, like trying to grab something, mm-hmm. I'm like, I will help you. Yeah. Exactly. And I say that just breaks yeah. my heart. Makes me so oh, sad. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. This one was, was a little rough for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in July, uh, America's Most Wanted airs an episode with Gary's crimes in it. Um, they receive a whole bunch of phone calls uh, claiming that people have seen Gary, which like with those, with those kind of shows, you have to kind of like take everything with a grain of salt and like yeah. kind of see if it's actually working. Um, but Gary was charged with Milton's crime um, and the FBI still can't track him down. Damn. So he has like, it's two murders at this time that he's been charged for and they still don't know where he is. Like he hasn't been found, but he's been charged for them already. Um, So in May 19th, uh, uh, they find the body of Albert Morris. Uh, He's discovered in a trailer in Nassau County, Florida. Damn, that was country again. Nassau (laughs) County, Florida. (laughs) uh, he had been beaten on the head with a blunt object and shot in the chest and then strangled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Albert also had a towel stuffed down his mouth and wrapped around his head. Uh, his car and wallet were missing. Gary and Albert had been seen together many times two weeks leading up to the murder. The last night, the last night that Albert had uh, been seen alive, Gary and Albert were kicked out of a local gay bar for getting into an argument. 
So the night before they went to the gay bar and they got into an argument and they both got kicked out because they were fighting Fighting. in the middle of the bar. Um, So Gary again was charged with this murder and he'll, he's still like the FBI can't find him. They still don't know where he is. So uh, the FBI suspects that uh, Gary is involved in another murder uh, in late May. 47-year-old Alverson Carter's body is discovered in Atlanta. Uh, The scene is very similar to Gary's other murders. Uh, Forensic evidence was found to link Gary yet again. Um, Alverson was believed to be Gary's fifth victim. Gary was charged uh, with no other murders until his arrest for the slaying of Jay Hinton. So he wasn't charged for this murder but it was similar to the other ones. Yeah. So they thought it was him. Yeah. They finally find him. And uh, Gary confesses to the murders. Uh, He confesses to five of the murders, um, and then he's placed in county jail until he's uh, ready for sentencing. So there's, I think there's, there was seven, six or seven of like the actual murders that could have been him. Yeah. Um, But there were five of them altogether. And, uh, so he was getting charged for, right. The, the trial, this trial specifically was only for the last murder that he did. Oh, okay. So it was just, um, Jay, Mm -hmm. Jay Hinton. There was, that's the only one that he's being charged for. Um, so he does, uh, plead guilty to first degree murder. Um, and the defense says that, uh, the murder was driven by Gary's drive for financial gain, but more likely sexually motivated because of his hate of homosexuals. So he went on record talking about how he, how he hates gay people so much. And this was it, personally, what I think is it was opportunism. And he knew that from his, like from when he was young, that being a male prostitute would get him places and it would get him money and mm-hmm. then he didn't know how to deal with it when he was older. So, like, personal opinion. You never know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Gary's lawyers uh, say that Gary suffered mental instability uh, when he murdered Jay. Uh, they said that it was brought on by the abuse that Gary suffered when he was a child and exacerbated by the drinking and the drugs. So... If you guys remember when they dropped off their friend Rick, Rick had said, like, yeah, he was really drunk, but he was also coherent. Like, he knew mm-hmm. what was happening. Like, he knew what was going on. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, they're just trying to pull things out of their ass at this point yeah. to save him. Uh, they also argued that it was not sexually motivated, nor was it for money. So, he was trying to keep his name clean, I guess, and say that it wasn't actually anything that so it was, wasn't because I but, was poor or because, you know, mm-hmm. human sexual drive. It was just because right. I don't like those people. Because exactly. <laughs> it's so much yeah. better. Yeah. Oh, crimes, oh Lord. Yeah. yeah. And so basically the defense is trying to say it's be- it's because of this, but his lawyers are like, no, it's because he had a fucked up childhood and he was really fucked up at the time. <clears throat> so that's what they're trying to say. That's what the two yeah. sides are trying to say. Which is probably a little bit of both. Hmm? Exactly. Yeah. It's three sides to every story. Yeah. Um, so the jury found Gary guilty on both counts, first degree murder and robbery of Jay Hinton. 
they recommended a death sentence uh, with a vote of 10 to 2. And it was agreed upon by the court, and he was sentenced to death uh, in the electric chair. Damn. So this is where it gets a little crazy. Uh, Again. (laughs) (laughs) It's just now starting. (laughs) I need to tell you that. I need to make a shirt that says, this is where it gets a little crazy. (laughs) Um, So uh, public defenders immediately file a direct appeal with the Supreme Court of Florida. So uh, his his lawyers are like, no, 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 no. And so they go to uh, the Supreme Court of Florida with their issues, and they brought up a whole lot of issues for the appeal. Um, but basically what they were saying is that the state failed to supply evidence uh, that the murder was homosexually motivated. What does that have to do with anything? Homosexually motivated. I am homosexually motivated every day of my life. And I think it's <laughs> yeah. so funny that this is like a legal term. Anyways. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it was also noted that the state um, had erred in its findings that Gary committed the murder for financial gain. So basically what they were saying was, it's not because I'm gay and it's not because I hate gay people. And it's not because it was for money. It's only because I had a fucked up childhood. That's what they're trying to say. So uh, the Supreme Court of Florida finds that there is no casual connection between Gary's alleged hatred of homosexuals and the murder of Jay. Which means that the court then affirms uh, their decision to overturn the death sentence. Oh my. Okay. Yeah, you still so, murder people. It doesn't matter why yeah, you did it. I know. Exactly. Yeah. So then. Um, they go to a, basically back to state court to um, until he so he can be sentenced again, so he can yeah. have his sentence because the original sentence was overturned. Um, so during the resentencing trial, uh, the, the the defense brought up some of Gary's past felonies, including sexual brutality and robbery, um, as well as the murders of Roberts and Morris. So on May twenty seventh, nineteen ninety nine, uh, the jury takes all of an hour to deliberate. And they again find him guilty and suggest the death penalty. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Gary's attorney <laughs> once again files another appeal to the Florida Supreme Court, this time with 12 different points that they raised on their petition. And Gary claims that the state erred by bringing up the two other murders because they were not in the original proceeding. They also claim that the state erred in its finding that the murder was committed for financial gain. So they're still like, I didn't do this for money, first of all. Second of all, you should not have brought up the other murders that I did because that was not in the original <laughs> proceedings. This is child childish to me. What is the Insanely lawyer getting out of this by continuously paychecks? Like, I don't... Yeah. I'm sure they're spending a fuck ton on that lawyer. I'm like, how does he have all this money to mm-hmm. right? But later, like, I'll read something later, but it kind of explains like why he's fighting so hard about this stuff. <clears throat> but it's, it, it is a lot. It's, but I also think that like, this happens a lot more than we think it does. Mm-hmm. It like does. not even for like, like big profile cases. Like I feel like with the way everything's set up, it does happen a lot. We just don't see all of it. Yeah. And we don't realize like the little things that can move, you know what I mean? So who knows? Um, but basically it's back um, at the Supreme court. 
Um, on October 11th of 2001, the Florida Supreme Court ruled in favor of the of the court, and they found no errors to combat the death sentence. So basically, they're like, nah, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, go die. Yeah. Like, you're still getting yeah. the death sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary's lawyers then file another petition to the United know. States Supreme Court. Oh, Lord. And Aye. the petition was denied in 2001. Good. <clears throat> so. Damn, that's a Gary's... long ass time. Yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's literally so, because he got out of jail. Or no, he went back into jail the second time in 91, right? Mm-hmm. Fudge cakes. That's crazy. Yeah. So um, he didn't actually end up getting. So basically he, he got lethal injection. And that's what ended up happening, how he got his death sentence. Um, it was on October 22nd of 2019. What? What? Yep. Damn. So he was How in jail for that long. Um, well, I can't math right now. I can't. <laughs> he I was born yeah. in '62, so accountant. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, his accountants, last meal. Accountants use calculators too. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, <clears throat> so for his last meal, he had three cheeseburgers, a side of French fries, and a side of bacon. He was 57. Yeah. And that sounds delicious. (laughs) Yeah, it does. A side of french fries and a side of bacon. My two favorite things. Yeah, It's always so interesting to me what people have for their last meal. Yeah. I'm also like, how long do you get to decide? Because I'm like, you know, you always have those like, what would you do? And I'm like, I change Mm -hmm. mine every time someone asks me. I'm like, how long are they like, all right, you got 10 seconds. Because I would be like, apple pie, bacon, cheeseburger, steak. Mm-hmm. Like I would just be naming shit everything. Off. Yeah. yeah. There's a, a TikTok that I saw not that long ago, and it was uh, famous murderers last meals. I think it was Ted Bundy, and he just had black coffee. Which yeah, is so there's one of them that had, I feel yeah. like I wouldn't have the stomach to eat. Same. Same. Like, I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't be able to do it. But I when sure I shit would be uh-huh. like, no, I'm about to make this state that's about to kill me pay a lot of yeah. money. Yeah, exactly. Bring me some, food. <laughs> Bring me some <laughs> <Yeah>. caviar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Outback Steakhouse or nothing. <laughs> um, so something interesting that I found was he wrote a letter before he died. Instead of like having his last words recorded, he wrote a letter apologizing to um, everyone, basically, um, for anyone that was affected by his crimes. Um, so some of it says, I never wanted to kill him and I'm really sorry for all the pain and suffering that I've caused. I hope my death eases some of your pain. He then apologized to his mother. Um, (laughs) geez, uh, having to deal with your son being called a monster is not easy. And I'm very sorry. When I read that, I thought of like me having to say that to mom or something. And that's just like. Yeah, no. That was a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, He then goes on to thank several of his friends, his lawyers, uh, the warden, and even the staff at the prison, uh, right before, like, of the death row prison, or, Mm -hmm. like, the people in death row. Um, I was treated with respect uh, for the last 73 days on death watch, and I felt like a human again. I never wanted this to be my life. You don't wake up one day and decide to become a serial killer. 
I'm sorry to the other families uh, who did not get closure. And I've told the FBI everything, no cases left open. Mm-hmm. So he, there's like six, six to seven possible murders that he did and he confessed to five of them. So he says that he told the FBI everything and there's no more open cases, but there's those two other murders that were like similar, but not exactly the same. So they couldn't charge him with it. Yeah. So who knows if he actually did it or if it was just like someone doing something similar. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that is, um, yeah. (laughs) That is a lot. It was a lot. It's heavy. It was a lot. I saw it and I was like, oh, hell yeah, another gay one. And then I started watching it (laughs) and I was like, um, well, people need to know about this. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also like, what made him apologize? Right. Like, maybe he was just so afraid to die, like, he really didn't want to mm-hmm. die, and then he was mm-hmm. just like, maybe if I write this, they'll change your mind or something. Yep. And it was his lifestyle, like, the in, his entire life. Like, that's all that he knew. He was homeless. He was a hustler. Like, he had to make money. He had to do what he had to do. He just took it to the extreme. Yeah. And I think in his old age, when he finally started to realize, when people started finally treating him like a human, like he said, he was like, oh, shit. Like that was real fucked up. Yeah. Cause like his mom wasn't really like a mom. Sounds no. like, right. Like she chose no. the stepdads over him and yeah. her brother and all that. So yeah. from the beginning, he's never had anyone take care of him. Exactly. So he doesn't yeah. know like what it is to be a real human being. Right. The only person he was ever really close to was his dad and he died when he was seven. Right. So he, he never really had anybody and he was always on the streets. He always had to do everything. He always had to figure things out for himself. And I, I, like, it's not like I'm making excuses for him, but at, at the same time, I, I kind of understand the not the progression of things, but like in the end, why he was so apologetic to everybody. And I personally yeah. think that he like legitimately did feel sorry for what he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I first was uh, researching this and listening to it, I was like, "This guy's a piece of shit. This is horrible." Everybody needs to know about this. And this his name needs to be everywhere. And then I read like the letter that he wrote and uh, like how he was talking in his last interviews and stuff. And it, it legitimately seemed like he was actually sorry. Yeah. Maybe he was. So who knows if it was actually homosexually motivated or not. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. seem like it. Like part of me thinks it's stepdad related. Yeah. Because he kept like shoving stuff in their throat. I'm like, I'm wondering if one yep. of the punishments that him and his brother got had something to do with like yes yeah so i don't That's even a- know that it's like a gay thing more than a yeah no. and the the rock or like the the head mm-hmm. bashing like mm-hmm. when they were little and they decided to beat mm-hmm. up their stepdad one of them hit their stepdad with a rock so what that tells me is that when he gets in these situations where he's being accused of something like um being kicked out for like something that he did to a female or something, he doesn't know what to do. So his response is to get angry and what he's used to. Yeah. That's how he was taught to deal with things. That's how his, which is horrible. His kind of psychological things work. Then mm. I'm not, I don't know, but that's just a theory. It's just kind of what it seems like. I mean, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's wow. 
No. Sorry. That's some <laughs> Shit. Good job. And, yes. And I was, because um, you said something about the electric chair. I don't remember mm-hmm. where I heard. I mean, it was a podcast. I just don't remember which one. They were talking about one of the, um, like, I guess they were debating. It was like the time where they were debating about if um, electric chair was ethical or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody who was going to, um, be put to death by electric chair. He said, "Like I will shake my head if it hurts." And um, they started electrocuting him, and he shook his head until he died. Ah, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I mean, yeah. God, like obviously you're pro. Oh, that's so sad. I can't. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. I'm like the lethal injection is much more. I'm like humane. I get it. Like I. I have really weird feelings about the death penalty as it yeah. is, but I'm like, that was just cruel. That yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. But like, if you go back and look at the shit that we used to do to people. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're right. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking, <laughs> that makes me think of like hangings and like fucking beheadings yeah. and shit, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah. just, <laughs> it's like a thing. Like that, like that TikTok exactly. I sent you guys. Yes. <laughs> what is she getting charged for? <laughs> I told you she was a witch, my dude. I told you she was a witch. Uh, it's like, are you going to the next one? <laughs> like, I didn't even, I was out of town. I was visiting my mom and I come in and they told me what was happening. I was just like, oh, I'm going to show up. She gave me a ticket. She gave me her extra ticket. <laughs> She's hilarious. I wish I, I could think of her name right now so y'all could go enjoy this. Oh but. my god, she is. She's freaking hilarious. The smart pop is what gets me. Yes. She's sitting there eating popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> she is so funny. Oh man. Wow. Well, Jeez. next the next time I won't have such a heavy one. I just I like Ooh. I read this one and I I had to tell somebody this was yeah that one's not weighing yeah. on me. How do you, I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Yeah, I was gonna do Matthew Shepard, but I, that would, oh that needs to be like a a full memorial piece kind of thing. But I mean, this this story just makes me like want to hug my kids. You know, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I got you. Like, y'all are good. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just didn't have that, you know, parental. Oh, that's yeah. so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not one thing. And that's why I mentioned all of the different things that were happening to him when he was a kid, because it's, it's the culmination of everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's what's so fascinating to me is like, why are these people doing this? And then you learn about like what they went through in their childhood and like their coping mechanisms and stuff like that. And it's just, it's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why most of us are in a true crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much trying to figure it out. And that was what I've um, read too, that a lot of people are really into, not into, but like love researching, like, um, Fudge cakes, cannibalism. Yeah. Mm. Because it's such like a weird thing and like you would never do it, but like you want to know all about it. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just a yeah. thing that. I was so fascinated with cannibalism at one point that some of my coworkers were like, Sage, we're not completely convinced that you haven't tried to eat somebody yet. <laughs> and I'm like, I haven't. 
Yeah. <laughs> like it was at one time, but then I said no thanks. So one time it was a it was a new employee and they had been talking about it and they were talking to me and the new employee was like so I heard you're like really into cannibalism and I was like, Yeah and he was like, They're not convinced that you haven't eaten anybody yet and I was like I, I turned around and I started to walk to the door and I go, I'll never tell and he was so terrified. <laughs> terrified. It was so good. All right. Well, um, Storm, where can they find us? We are at Three Siblings Walk Into a Bar on Facebook and 3SWIB podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And please make sure that you leave your five star reviews on whatever you listen to. Please, 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 please. Also, with Apple, you need to leave, um, what do they call Like your review, you actually have to leave words. You can't just do the five star. It doesn't matter what you say. That does not matter. You can, you know, Storm's the prettiest person I've ever met in my life. Deshae's mm-hmm. like way super old. <laughs> Sage is like super weird. You know, you can write whatever you want. I was gonna say gay, but yeah. <laughs> it's like soups gay, you know. <laughs> um, yes, and then please make sure share with your friends, family. We would love that. So helpful for us. Mm-hmm. And yes. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. All right. Well, that's what happens when three siblings walk into a bar. <laughs>